Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. In our case, it's night time we're recording this, so good night to my peoples. Um, hello, hola, bonjour, bonsoir, however you want to pronounce it. It's another episode of Fully Booked. Here with myself, Mace. Here with French. Here with Pox. And um, as listeners will know, if you're new to the podcast, we're reading Attached. Um, it's by Emil Levine and Rachel S.F. Heller. And before we start, we're on all the socials at full underscore e underscore booked on the Instagram. Is it the same for the Twitter boys? Yeah. That's correct, yeah. Same for the Twitter. I think we're on Facebook as well. Yeah. Facebook. Um, if you've got the podcast app on your iTunes, on your phone, we're on that as well. So hit us up, follow, subscribe, all of the all of the previous mention. So just to recap on what we've done so far, we've um, focused on attachment styles, or we've discovered what attachment styles we all are. We've thrown out a compa- compatibility quiz for the listeners to find out what attachment style they are. We had some interesting responses. Some people making up their own kind of <laughs> their own kind of um, attachment styles, secure and anxious, secure and avoidant. People throwing all sorts. We had debates. We had we had all sorts of gossips going on. It was really really good. People, thanks for getting involved. Um, today we're gonna focus on the three attachment styles in everyday life. So a bit more summary to sorry a bit more in depth to what we've done previously. We'll talk about anxious, avoidant, secure. Maybe a couple of stories. It is a long chapter. So bear with us, and also as usual, we will go off. We may go off track. Well, I'm sure Big French will rein us back in as he, <laughs> as he tends to do. Um, I'm gonna shut up and stop talking now, and I'm gonna let one of my um, colleagues or side sidekicks or partners or brothers, however we want to describe it, Psychic. take the helm <laughs> and um, kick off. Maybe with the the Emily and is it Emily and David story that we saw in the book? I don't, I don't yes, know, the story of Emily and David is the first one to come to light mm-hmm. um, is there anything that you want to touch on it before I jump in P or no no jump in alright so basically the story of Emily and David um, in short form Emily goes from a seemingly secure person to a massive I forgot how to say it now <laughs> <laughs> masochistic masochistic borderline, borderline masochistic border, borderline personality traits um, what happened is that she's met David, who's an aspiring actor. He gives her mixed signals about being together, which unnerves Emily. With this being done, this changes her behaviour. And in regards to changing her behaviour, she starts checking her phone constantly, checking her pager regularly. She starts tracking his activities online, um, even going as far as creating a fake profile in mm-hmm. the chat room. And this is way before we had Facebook and things like that. So it was a lot more detailed, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. But my question, first question that I was going to ask you guys is, have any of you heard the similar claim from a partner in regards to your actions causing change in their behaviour? Or have you been the one to change in reverse because of your pa- your partner's behaviours? Um, I don't know why that question's caught me off guard because we've discussed this before. <laughs> I have no idea why this question's caught me off guard. Um, oh my god, there's something lurking there. Let's lurk. No, 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 no. I think there's something definitely lurking. I'm gonna say yes, but I just can't think of anything specific at this moment in time. So I reckon my behaviour has definitely changed. Okay. Like we've seen someone or being or being with someone before. Yeah. Um, just with where I was at that. that where I feel I was at those moments and times. Um, Do you know what? I'll let you dwell on that because I've actually got a couple. I've actually got... I've got 
one for me and yeah. one for a partner where it's evident the behaviour has changed because yeah. of something occurring. Right. So let me, Pox, you can you can sit back whilst the man just goes no, into course, my little course, story. Course, here. So. All right, so I'll start off many moons ago. I'm not this person anymore. Yeah. I think I've mentioned maybe in a previous episode, if not to, to the man that's here with me, my brothers, I definitely had an anxious kind of um, personality trait. This was many moons ago. And this was, and I discovered this when I was, um, I was dating someone. I was very happy with them. Um, things happen, you're young, blah, blah, blah. And what actually happened was I kind of, how can I put it? It was, I remember this one occasion, it was one evening where the relationship was now kind of, it was starting to fall apart. Like it wasn't how it was at the start. Yeah. Certain things have gone on and whatnot. And I'm, we were still talking. We were still, I think we were still in a relationship. Um, I, and it was one evening where basically I had lost trust in my partner mm. for a reason, obviously. And before anyone goes out, before we all start getting out, oh, <laughs> look, I wasn't this good guy that I, that I kind of, you I betrayed. feel like I am now. No, that's a lie. I'm a good guy now <laughs> and I feel betrayed, it within. Yeah. I could look at myself in the mirror with my head held high. I know that, mm-hmm. yeah? But I wasn't always like this and I used to, maybe I used to play the game a bit and whatever else in it, yeah? Young, dumb, free, yeah, whatever you want to call it. You yeah. grow in it. You grow yeah. as a person, innit? So I remember there was one particular day or evening where I, I tried to ring my partner's phone and she never answered. And I thought, that's weird. And obviously, because I already had certain suspicions of certain things, yeah. my mind started running wild, like wildfire, you know, just spread, like just running, 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 running. So I said, nah, nah, I need to answer the phone. So I rang and rang, a message, rang, rang. I said, blood clear. Like, I'm working myself up in a sweat now. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? And I'm like, Okay, and then about five minutes later, the person got back to me and literally they said that their phone had just been upstairs. Um, but then I, was, I, I realised that this whole situation was turning me mad. Do you get what I'm saying? In terms of, like, it just... Anyway. It's changing behaviour. Yeah. yeah. Long story short, we didn't last too much longer. And obviously, man was hurt, devastated. I'm not afraid to admit it. We've all, everyone, I don't care whether you're, whether you're a female or male, everyone... You, everyone's been in a relationship or been in a situation where they've been hurt in it yeah, and of course. it helps you to grow and it's better to experience when you're young in my opinion so I've been in that situation I got hurt I'm not, I'm not, I'm not scared to say that so um, since then it's helped me to grow as, my, as, as a person and I've, that's why I've come to the conclusion or I've taken the test yeah. based on scientific evidence <laughs> I'm now a secure guy in it but um, I was dating someone not too long ago and this particular person, this is before I had started reading the attached book. Yeah. So this particular person, I didn't realise it, but I know for sure now was anxious. In fact, they even said to me, I'm anxious, but you know when it comes in, you're just like, oh, okay. Like, you don't really understand, or grasp, you haven't grasped or understood it. Yeah. So this particular person was anxious and just their behaviour was just, I couldn't deal with it. Like, one minute they're, they're cool with me. The next, I could say one word out of turn or make the joke that they didn't get. And their imagination is just running wild and I couldn't deal with it. And I was like, in my head, I was like, what is this about? Like, this person ain't saying, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now that I've read this book, I re- anyway, that situation finished and it was literally because, do you know what? I can't be in this situation. In my head, I'm just thinking this person's not all there, innit? <laughs> like, they're not the full ticker. <laughs> so, but now I've realised it's anxious and really and truly, like they just needed someone like myself to be reassuring, to realise what what they needed from someone 
in their life. Do you know what I'm saying? And I, and I, I know within myself I can provide that, but I wasn't I wasn't in the right place or frame of mind. Not, not frame of mind, sorry, right place in my life at the time to provide what I felt like they needed in it. So yeah, I've 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 kind of seen both sides of the of the, coin. The, of the coin, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, a flip side to that, French. I did have my own little question for the public or our, our listeners, our podcast, our fellow, um, our fellow attached readers or non-readers. Has any have any of you ever been with someone similar to Emily? Doesn't have you don't have to be a male or female, just a partner who's similar to Emily. So Emily's story was obviously she met a guy, she was cool with him, he started acting a bit avoidant. Or he wasn't avoiding it. He started just texting her head here and there occasionally. And that's what drove her mad to create all these profiles. Have you ever been that crazy person that's created fake profiles or stalked your ex or stalked a partner um, because of lack of trust or just because within yourself you maybe were an anxious person? Or have you been the victim of that? It'd be interesting to get that answer. And Pox, that's first over to you. <laughs> wow. Um... Now, I thought it was a very good... Well, I don't say it's a story, but I mean, it was a very good insight also into your experience. I mean, I'm not necessarily... I don't want to say I'm not necessarily good with stories, but I mean, I was um, thinking back to one situation in particular, and it's quite short, where I was seeing someone, and I actually remember when I first started seeing this person, um, I didn't I didn't think in any way or form I was... Um, oh, it's not batting up. I didn't think... Um, I'm not saying this person, I thought this person was better than me in any way. Yeah, so you thought you was punching above. Punching like, above. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. the first so You're a middleweight, like middleweight. You're going up against eight. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to lie. So I probably... No, no. I mean, at, at this point, I was becoming a bit more secure in myself, actually. Because yeah. at this point, I'm receiving compliments, X, Y, Z, all that type of stuff. So I'm beginning to feel myself, He's actually. in a P. Yes. <laughs> so, so at this point, I'm actually beginning to, my, yeah. beginning to feel myself. It's but like now, beard. But now, I've got reason... Now I'm actually stepping into you know, the, so the heavyweight realm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So things are now actually beginning to happen as such so um, I'm seeing this person and uh, we've been out a few times and all that and now we're actually getting to really know each other like a bit more in depth in terms of um, our background so on and so forth um, family and all that type of stuff okay um, so I think we've got to know each other probably really well to the point where I think there's one in particular moment I can't remember why she was I'm gonna say unstable as such but it was kind of unlike her because she was a very outwardly quite confident person so mm-hmm. I hadn't really seen these um um, anxious traits before as such so we're talking on the phone and I don't know what she's complaining or upset about but she's going wild just da, 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 just rattling off and at this point I'm thinking maybe because I'm stepping into a very secure person and as I mentioned very very recently that I'm generally in fact I've mentioned a few times I'm generally quite a very simple person so there's no need to complicate things so she's rattling just talking 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 like kind of screaming and shouting and I was going Yo, can you just be quiet for two for two minutes? Just for one minute. I didn't say well, I kinda said I said her name. I didn't want to say her name. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, can you just be quiet? So relax. Look, this is simple. This plus this equals this. And then there was a pause. And it was like, you're tr- that's right. And then all of a sudden things were kind of like quelled and things are a lot simpler. But the point I'm kind of making was she was a very outwardly outwardly kind of like um secure person from what I'd met and knew before actually really seeing her. But then all her anxious traits began to come out obviously a bit more yeah. following seeing her and obviously getting to know her a little bit more. What, yeah. Is there any other examples? You say anxious traits. This one, oh my God. This one, oh my, <laughs> so it's all coming out now. Right? Is this the same person? Yeah, but this is bad though. All right. This you is better spill, listen, this, this is, is fully booked. <laughs> this is Full bad. underscore E underscore books. Oh, so this is when I was stupid, all right? So really stupid. This is going to sound mad dumb, all right? But I'll say it. Um, I, can remember, I remember like a really small part of this story. 
um, there was two things going on this day. So I was either going to see her mm. or I was going to see um, one of my brethren for, I don't know what he had going on as such. I remember mm. being a really wet and rainy day mm. and I, I was really heavily involved in football at this, at this moment in time. So I was really busy. So I didn't want to make the time out to go see her. And what she had going on was like a, like a, a big party going on with her and her friends and stuff like that. And she really wanted, well, she wanted me to be there. All right. So I remember her calling me like, call it 6 p.m. mission was asking me yeah what am I doing am I coming I just made this terrible terrible excuse I said what well, asked me not coming what was the excuse uh, uh, you know what I can't even remember it was shocking <laughs> it was shocking the way she barked on the phone yeah. I'm washing my beard <laughs> the way she barked on my phone I thought what's wrong with this girl I put the phone down All right, probably about a week later I'm talking to someone about it and they're like are you dumb like clearly this person really really wanted you to be there yeah. you know what I mean and uh, yeah really wanted you to be there maybe she probably spoke to you or see about probably spoke to her friends or see about you XYZ so on and so forth and I don't want to say some of her traits c- come rushing down the phone or such but she mad barked to me it was crazy <laughs> that's more would you, I don't know if that's, that's not. I, I was semi thinking it. as I was kind of that's that's normal behavior for some people, but I mean that's, <laughs> that's normal. That's normal behavior for some people, but it, what it did for me kind of like highlighted one or two things. Obviously, I wasn't, um, I hadn't quite seen before from yeah. her. So, yeah, no, honest, that was the beginning of the end. That was almost the end. Yeah. And French, have you got any examples being an avoidant? Because from the story. The fellow in fellow, I forget their names already. <laughs> Emily and David. Right, David. He, well, from the story, you know, Emily was anxious. I yeah. think David was avoidant. Yeah. Being an avoidant, have you come across knowingly, now that you've read the book or read some of the book, have you knowingly come across some anxious females? 100%. And what examples can you <laughs> pro- legally provide? <laughs> what, what does that mean? Why well, the for the book. I don't know why you're <laughs> inputted legally. That to say it's anything illegal when it's done. It, oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I've met uh, anxious females in the past. One example, mm-hmm. um, a previous partner. I mean, well, th- thinking back on it, actually, I don't want to say that still that's a violation. But when I think when I when I think back on it, she made she was anxious already, but I just wasn't able to recognize those signs. Mm-hmm. So, again, after reading the book and, and finding out what uh, behaviours would make someone seem anxious, I can now say, okay, a lot of the behaviours that I was doing would have caused the anxiety to come out even more. So, and at the time in my life, I was um, running around on the roadside or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I used to be a, a lot more vague with what I'm doing. And okay. a lot more dismissive. So... It was a case of being non-committal to certain things. There was a lot of cold calling in my speech and just the way I talk, and I wouldn't commit to nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was a lot of pushing and pulling. So with that being done, her anxious kind of always phoning me, always trying to find out what I'm doing, became a lot more apparent. But it was because, and the more she done it, the more I was putting my hands up and kind of like I'm stepping away not mm-hmm. literally but I'll be even more vague the more you ask me about so you're asking me what am I doing I'll just yeah, I'm about do you know what I mean I'll just keep it like that I'm about so so correct me if I'm wrong just because it leads nicely into what I think is called activating 
strategies in the book. Yeah. And your behavior mm. would that have would that have caused her activating strategies? Hundred percent. All right. So just for the listeners, um, whether you're at home on the road on the radio and the gym, activating strategies are those which come into place based on the behavior of someone's partner. So it's almost a cause and effect thing. Does that make sense, French, or am I, am I way off the mark? Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It's, it is a cause and effect to an extent, but I think at the end of the day, if we think about it from a logical point, you should be able to control all your own actions and behaviors. From a logical point. Yeah, 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 but obviously this is, it's all emotions, isn't it? There you go. <laughs> so an activating strategy, what, what happens is, Especially for an anxious person, with French's behavior, where he doesn't, he he. Keeps, Why are you digging me up, bro? <laughs> sometimes when you put a name with it and becomes a little personal, people relate more. So fuck so with, no, bro. With, like, we're talking about David and Emily. Why are you just trying to fling my example into it? It's no, funny, bro, actually, because this he one just here, done the same now. Ryan and Sean, it's him actually. Exactly. He Ryan. just said the same thing. He's called someone to be anxious, but you're going to throw me under the bus because I'm an avoidant. No, 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 I'm not even trying to... All right, so an avoidant person might cause an anxious person to um, engage with their activating strategies. And what that means is the anxious person, when they're being almost rebelled or rebuked or kind of shoved to one side, not getting the kind of attention clear clear attention and clear messages that they need it it activates a strategy whereby they'll actually contact that person more or they'll try to and they'll overthink they can't think at work um what else will they do they'll just it's weird because they'll know deep down that this person's not right for them but at the same time because there's this drama they think this is part of what caused they, they think this is part of what a relationship is which is why you'll often find anxious people Think secure people are boring, and it's because of that. That's me. Oh, I thought you was gonna <laughs> put a question out there. I wasn't. Sorry, guys. Okay. Um, moving on slightly. Yeah, go on. Um, with just the t- well, the point I just mentioned about anxious people find secure people boring. The other thing, which I was when I was flicking through the book, is. Because avoidance tend to, they tend to, um, they tend to be in and out of, I call them, we kind of call them relationships for the sake of a better word, but they're normally flings or when back in the day you'd say you're seeing someone, that kind of thing. This book actually highlights and says roughly 25% of people on the market will be avoidant. And with a secure person, you'll tend to find that once they found someone that's good for them, decent, they won't be on the market. And if they are on the market, it won't be for long. So a lot of anxious people tend to meet avoidance, which, which is kind of what you find French to be. Bro, I feel like you're just coming at me sideways, bro. Like, differently. Right, I'll stop that. Nah, you just stop. Nah, seriously, bro. You're coming at me like some crab man right now. <laughs> seriously, you're coming at me sideways. Stop that, bro. All right, all stop right. it. Stop, 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 stop. We've skipped a lot of ground there. That was just like a, let's just go, let's just leave the book out and let's just start having a counselling session and just try to dig man out. We, we've, yeah, I think we've, we touched on activating strategies, mm-hmm. but to bring it more closer to a relatable scenario, mm-hmm. uh, we can talk about living in the comfort zone. And okay. in regards to Ryan and Shauna. What page is Ryan and Shauna? Do you remember? In the book, just for our listeners. Um, 
haven't noted the book. It's, out of my number. it's on page eighty-five, guys. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> but um, in regard to Ryan and Sean, uh, Ryan has an anxious style, um, and it goes on to say it's sort of like a sixth sense for attachment. And again, uh, I think Meiji may have mentioned it in, in the anxious person being sensitive to to change in the relationship or certain kind of behaviours. Mm-hmm. So the more attuned you are to your partner's needs at the early stages and she or he is to yours, the less energy you will need to expend to him or her later. Mm-hmm. The question I was going to ask, is that something that should come naturally or is there some space to work on it? I think that's space to work on. I think that comes with t- um, time and experience. I mean, yeah. in knowing your well, maybe through relationships, mm. but at the same time, obviously, in knowing your partner as well. I think the experience that Ryan and Sean went through, Sean herself might not have been aware of Ryan's traits as to how and when, and probably the extent of how anxious actually he was. Because mm. nail on the head, nail on yeah, the head. Nail on because the head. I'm I'm literally just going to run through this, and I'm thinking to myself because like, I've taken. I remember the notes I took down. The first thing, the things I wrote is, "Yo, Ryan needs to chill out." Like first and foremost, <laughs> what, yeah. well then, what made you say Ryan needs to chill out? <laughs> All right, let me look. Like, these are notes I wrote. So I'm I know first things, but right, what? So. What in? Because I I know what you're getting at. Listeners at home, what okay. what made Pocker think Ryan needs to chill out? Okay, so from what I remember from the story, yeah. all right. I'm assuming they both went away or he was away as such, all right? Mm. They, 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 worked, they worked together initially. Yep. So Ryan got to see Shauna at home, at work, blah, blah, blah. I think Ryan got a new job, which meant he was travelling more. Or Shauna, one of the two. I think it was Ryan. Yeah. Right, so okay. That's where we're at. So this is what I'm looking at. He felt hurt that she had pushed the ignore button on the phone. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Look, geezer. Decline. <laughs> when when things like that actually happen now, although like I'm, I'm grown up now, when things like that happen, I assume straight away that person actually just can't answer my phone call at this moment in time. Yeah. All right, and then I assume the person will explain later on why they couldn't answer the phone. That is it for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean the other things that I, I, I kind of like to know on is, is I'm not in control. You know what I mean? I can't then go on to worry about what this person has done yeah I can't go on to yeah it's, I'm just not in control of that situation if that yeah. person is cheating on me like if my mind has then decided to run wild that person has gone like is doing whatever they're doing mm-hmm. as such you know what I'm saying um, yeah I just can't control what other people do I like to control what I can control um, feel comfortable in myself as such yeah. If, yeah, but remember you're secure bro yeah I know Ryan is an anxious is an anxious dude I know I know I know so you got to bear that in mind <laughs> I thought it was wild you know what I mean well, anyway, I mean, what other notes that I took down, I think it was, I think you mentioned this before, but I thought this, this scenario of Ryan and Shauna mm-hmm. was very similar to your situation in that obviously you ringing your partner mm-hmm. and obviously with her phone up the stairs. Um, mm. Ex-partner. Ex-partner, sorry, I do mm. apologise. Mm. But I mean, as to experience and recognising bits and bobs, I mean, everyone loves reassurance. Everybody, whether you're secure, anxious or an avoidant, you know what I mean? And um, I think, yeah, reassurance obviously provides confidence and it provides obviously validation as well. So like I'm like de- yeah, me personally, I love a bit of validation and reassurance. <laughs> but in terms of having that uh, sixth sense, the sixth sense to be able to predict or even be aware that your partner needs that, do you think that you should just have that, or is that as you said first said? That might even come with appreciation because I think after a while of maybe seeing your partner, you might have a a real appreciation of that person, you know, and it might be a case of, you know what, this person might appreciate me actually at least explaining why I had to reject that phone call. And sometimes, that, I don't want to say it comes natural, but um, I think it 
think some of that comes natural. It should come natural, but at the same time, it comes with experience as well. Yeah. If you have to reject someone's phone call, there has to be a really strong reason as to why you can't answer that. And more often than not, you want to explain why you did that straight away to avoid that person's imagination running wild, as with Ryan's in that situation there. Remember, you're thinking logically from a secure point of view. Yeah. This person obviously can't speak to me right now. No big deal. It's not personal. Ryan's thinking from an anxious point of view. Why is she really my call? She with another, if she never another man, what's going? on? Why can't I get hold of her? She's normally available for me. I normally work with her twenty four. I can normally just reach, that, go down to two floors and see her. Cool. I'm glad you said that. So like, if your relationship, no, if you're a very easy come, easy go person, and I hope I'm, hope I'm, hope this example um, is quite clear as such. You may not even feel the need to explain that to the, to your partner there and then, and you feel you can probably explain that later on. No. All right. But me, I think the way. I'm thinking at this moment in time, if I, if I was in a relationship and I was, um, I'm going to say besotted with that person actually and potentially in love as well, all right, mm. I think I'd really want to explain to that person the first opportunity I got as to why I was unable to answer that phone call. Yeah. To put their mind at ease or let them understand, you know what, I can't pick up the phone now, ring me later on or I will ring you later on. Mm-hmm. Just touching back to French's um, initial question then, do you think it's something that you grow into or should you know from the offset, all right, this is how my partner is, this is how I need to be with them? No, I think with, with your partner, I think you'll, you'll, you'll kind of grow to understand, but it's, yeah, you'll grow to understand some of their, their traits, but at the same time, I think with experience, you may understand, you know what, I probably should let that person know this is the reason why this happened. I think, just to answer your question, French, from yeah. my point of view, and f- yeah, and because it's a personal point of view where I know now I've been with someone who's anxious, yeah. for sure it's something that you'll discover once you're in a relation, once you're in the relationship, and you'll learn how to reassure them, if that makes sense, yeah, or yeah. how to comfort them. Yeah, no, that makes sense. This book, I'm telling you, if I ever met someone anxious again, this book is almost like the Bible. Word. Yeah, no, because seriously, it's so much easier rather than thinking your partner's just cuckoo. Yeah, yeah, it's so much easier to understand where they're coming from in their mindset and literally dropping a message. If I'm busy, dropping a message if I get a chance to, to just say, Look, thinking about you, give me half an hour, I'll get back in touch, or a couple, couple hours, or whatever. So I was going to say a couple of days, I was thinking of French man. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely going to be wild in Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so, a cheap shot. Because so, <laughs> that's not how I get that. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I'm going to stop now, sorry. Um, but it's definitely, for me, French, yeah. it's definitely one of those things where you'll discover, throughout, like, um, as you get to know your partner, what helps to keep them, not in check, but keeps them happy. At the end of the day, if you're in a relationship, for me, you want happiness. You both should want happiness. Who wants to get in a relationship for mayhem and destruction? Do you get what I'm saying? And to for happiness, you, there has to be some degree of compromise. You don't just fit like a perfect glove. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Listeners at home, same question to you, I guess, French. Yeah, is that something that you should come that should come naturally, or is there some space that to work on it, basically, mm, to work on your relationship and work on you as a couple? Yeah, I mean, like, moving on slightly in regards to those behaviours, it's actually termed protest behaviours. I think okay. we kind of muddled the, the activating strategies with the protest behaviour. Okay. So the, what the protest behaviour actually is, is letting your attachment system get the best of you. So things such as excessive attempts to re-establish contact, as which you done in, mm-hmm. in the story you mentioned, mm-hmm. such as calling, texting, emailing many times, waiting for a phone call, 
as far as to go as loitering by your partner's workplace in hopes of running into them. Um, uh, n- never been on that. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Sound guilty. Um, <laughs> has any of you experienced this and how did you deal with it? Like, in reverse? Because I know you've been the one to make those calls. Have you been a recipient of someone trying to constantly get in contact with you? Yeah, same. I, I refer back to, to the story about the person I was kind of seeing briefly last year. Mm. So it was bombardment of phone calls. When it kind of was... Um, do you know what? I feel bad putting this out there. But anyway, when it was kind of coming to the end, it was like Sorry, that. Bro. It was a, bit, a little bit like that. Yeah. It was a little bit... Well, it was, a, it was like it that. It was like that. yeah. yeah. What about you, Pete? Nah, I mean, like, um, recipient. And the reason why I say no is because I think I've always been very easy. If someone's, pick, someone's ringing me, actually, I don't know if that really explains it, but if someone rings me, I'll pick up the, I'll pick up the phone generally straight away and I kind of just break things down. All right, but cool, because I'm thinking of a situation where I've been, I've had that. Say you're out, you're out for the night and your partner mm-hmm. knows you're out for the night mm-hmm. and she rings your phone once, you don't answer for whatever reason, you're out with your boys, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Then she rings again, then she rings again. Then And I've had that, I've received a constant phone banging off the phone, like, mm-hmm. like I'm not answering the phone, but I'm looking at the phone like, this is ridiculous now, like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not going to answer this just because of the principle. Principles, like, it's now a principle too. I, I, do you know what I mean? You know where I am, you know it's I'm out. So that's what I'm saying, you're saying about, you're quite, uh, no, no, you've given a, you've given an example in the situation. The context is, is different. So yeah, how would you different. how would you deal with that? How would I deal with it? I think I deal with it a lot different than I would before. Nah, I think I've always been like I think um, Mace can be like testament to it in that I don't want to say I'm a pushover in any way she performed, but I'm very accommodating. I think I've been very accommodating, probably very accommodating now, but probably yeah. more so back then as such when I was a little bit younger. So yeah. I would have picked up the phone and probably compromise with that person as to just say that person wanted me to come home or something I might have been compromising I might even said I'm going to be home a little bit early or potentially might have went home that's then now <laughs> if I've had this conversation and I've told you that I'm going out with people and I'm going to be out for you to be ringing me and then wanting to protest yeah. and want me to come home nah I'm not having that man I'll pick up the phone I'm telling you though okay Actually, I'm not even too sure, actually. I was going to say, <laughs> no, I don't actually, think... If that, I was, that didn't if, seem to no, be... No, 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 um, I'm, I'm thinking back. So now, would I put, if I've told you that I don't really need to tell you again, unless I tell you via text, I'm not having you ruin my evening. All right, to, to turn it That's up and That's my mojo already, turn it up and Another protest behaviour, so withdrawing, yeah. which uh, goes into being silent, sitting silently engrossed in a paper or literally turning your back to your partner, for example, not talking or talking to other people whilst in your company. How would you deal with that? Who still does that? We're big men. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, sorry. Do you know what? That got a bit personal. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, go on. You might say, well, looking at me. Because you're talking. Like, <laughs> no, but, we're, okay. I think, even I've acted the fool and done stupid stuff like that, but maybe in my younger years, who's got time to be doing that right now? But women do that. Like, what big women? Of course, big, big women, yeah. Bro, <laughs> this is this is what the book's based on. This is not based on teenagers. It's for no, adults. It's, it's, it's adult true. attachment. So it's obviously everything related. Is I'll adults. just leave you be. Literally, I'd leave you be and come back in half an hour and just you know what I mean. Have you? Are you okay now? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I haven't got no one's got time for that, man. That's just childish. That is very childish, in my opinion. 
so 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 how so how you deal with it basically is walk away yeah how i would deal with it is look i'd be like this is silly let's talk we can't resolve anything by not talking you if you sort of but okay do you know what i'm gonna leave you be in a naughty corner and then i'm gonna come you know what i mean we'll we'll speak when you're ready that would work but if you said that to your partner would that sound a bit patronizing i'm gonna leave you in your naughty corner can i say something my head didn't i have this we had this conversation the other day that you said that i was gonna set off people by saying stuff like that i'm gonna i'm I'm going out and i'm coming back in half an hour (laughs) i'm just saying that's been repeated but you this time you said that anyway <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what I was gonna I was gonna go on to the next protest mm. behaviour. And um well there's there's more, such as acting hostile, threatening to leave, um, manipulations, make it one of the big ones I think was making him or her feel jealous. So are these sorry to cut you, these are all protest behaviors. These are all protest related, related to anxious to the anxious style. The anxious person, should I say. They are. Yeah, I'm guessing it is towards yeah, are, more anxious. Um, so making him or him or her feel jealous, such as making plans to get together with an ex for a lunch and detailing about getting hit on that day or that night. Would you have a problem with any of that and how would you react? I might say, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> what's wrong with you? That's, on a serious note, at this point, I'm wondering if I'm dating a 34-year-old or a 14-year-old. Seriously. What's wrong with you? No, I'm being serious. Yeah, Literally, yeah. I don't care what attachment style you have. You, what kind of childish thing you're dealing with? I'm not even joking. That's how this, I'm but This, that's, this no, is but what I goes won't, on. We won't be hanging up. We won't... <laughs> you're not a fan of Guess what? <laughs> you're not around no more. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. I'm sorry. I'm grown. This is grown folks you're dealing with, man. I ain't got time for that. Oh, God. I ain't got time for that, man. All right, that's fair enough. <laughs> so, All right, so no, no, that's, that's, that's valid points. Mm-hmm. It turns out that people with anxious attachment styles are particularly susceptible to falling into chronically activated system, system situations. A study by Omri Gillaf and Sylvia Bunge and Carter Wendelk Wendelkin et al. found fascinating evidence for this. Using the fMRI technology, they found that when women with an anxious style thought about negative scenarios such as conflict, breakup, or death, emotional related areas of the brain lit up to a greater degree than women in other styles. Mm-hmm. What's more, they found that the regions of the brain associated with emotional regulation, such as the orbit orbitofrontal cortex was less activated than in women with other styles. This means that once your attachment system is activated, you'll find it much harder to turn it off if you have an anxious anxious attachment style. Mm-hmm. Being secure, could you counteract that and take on such an attachment style? Or, um, well, I tried and I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I, <laughs> Quite simply. Yeah, I tried. Not, I, think, um, I think this book... If if it was the right person for me, then I think with the help of this book, what it's done for me so far, just an understanding of different yeah. type of styles, I think I could. I think I could personally. Okay. Um, would I want to? Probably not. But mm. as I said, I think I could. What about you, P? Yeah, I think I could as well. And the reason why I say that is because I think I understand 
um, like myself, I think I think we're all able to do this. I think you can all take yourself back to a time where you're feeling <clears throat> a certain way, and I'm sure, obviously, depending on your attachment style, as you've kind of like just um, said, um, those emotions are heightened if that makes any sense particularly if you're an anxious person so in actually knowing that I think I will be able to counteract that and I think just explain to the person that you're basing your thoughts and your feelings at this moment in time based on something which actually might not have anything to do with myself yeah does that kind of like make sense and I think I'll be able to reassure that person obviously with how I feel or whatever situation she feels a type of way of or from okay just me personally anyway that's what I think anyway just because I understand um, or I've been there before where you kind of um i don't know what's the word um you kind of like take yourself to a you take yourself to a place where you either want to feel a certain type of way or you do feel a certain type of way in terms of your emotions Hmm. cool um moving on slightly Mm -hmm. uh to go on for another example there's a, a character called emily and like most anxious people uh like most anxious people, paradoxical often ends up dating people with an, an avoidant attachment style. Mm. Even though finding in ad- adult attachment make clear case cases for people with an anxious style going well with secures. Uh, and why is this so? And most importantly, how can you find happiness and avoid unnecessary heartache? It's to date more secure people. But if you can't find, if they're not, as you said, the the dating pool is is a lot more. Smaller well, then, for a secure. Take the book out of it. She needs to. She needs to be alright alone and be. Alright for me, mm. I feel like before you start dating people, yeah, put this book to one side. You need to realize or appreciate you as a person are great. You can look after your own. You can look after yourself. You're not gonna accept nothing substandard that doesn't. That doesn't sit with what you believe in yes I'm for compromising a relationship but I'm not for I'm not for losing yourself in a relationship for out of desperation do you get what I'm saying yeah. so for me you'll find the right person out there eventually but you need to be okay within yourself because if you're not and you keep searching for someone you're going to end up with this avoidance who are 25% of the market and they're out here every weekend looking for people like you Emily do you get what I'm saying mm. So that's my opinion on that. Yeah, no, I think that's good advice. Nah, anything to I, add? Nah, I 100% um, agree with that. In that, um, I think, I don't want to say before dating, but I think, no, I don't want to say before dating. I think it's very important to be, um, to know yourself and be comfortable in who you are and your own skin before I think you start dating. Not start dating, before you get into something really, really serious. Something which is going to take you um, towards marriage, dare I say, or something along those lines. I mean... Um, I think there's nothing wrong of course there's nothing wrong with being anxious avoiding or secure but I think if you actually know yourself and understand yourself and know you know what um, these things set me off and make me feel uncomfortable that's actually cool but as long as you're comfortable and you're happy and you love yourself and you know who you are and you're ready to be in a relationship then I don't see that being a problem do you know what yeah sorry I know because sorry guys at home as per usual the socials at full underscore we underscore booked currently reading part two we're, on, we're in and around pages kind of 75 to kind of 95 right about now um i know it, it kind of this part of the book focuses on the anxious attachment style but one of the things which you might be coming on to but it's just mm-hmm. it's just kicked into yeah, my brain yeah, right now um for those people that are anxious those who are not but are interested in the anxious kind of um attachment style 
one of the positives that anxious attachment styles or anxious people have is that they can actually decipher, and I guarantee you've got this in your notes, French, mm. they can decipher very quickly a change in their partner's behaviour. Yes. And, and yeah, um, there was some kind of test conducted that um, it tested anxious people, secure people and um, avoidant people. And anxious people were first to notice when there's a sudden or slight change in their partner's behaviour. And what happens is with this, they can pick up on when their relationship's not going well, when their partner's not happy, when something's on their partner's mind. The only thing is because anxious people jump to conclusions so damn quickly, they end up kind of saying, what's wrong? Why are you not telling me? Blah, blah, blah. Whereas they just need to take a step back for a sec, evaluate a bit more and just have a bit more of a, of a relaxed discussion. Is that sound Yeah, right? do you know yeah. what? It's mm. funny that you should say that at the last part because mm-hmm. my next question was, mm-hmm. um, what advice have you given or would you give to a lady in the initial stage of dating because what a lot of the books say not just a lady yeah but man, yeah gentlemen man as well them, yeah. but what a lot of the books say um, on relationships is don't be available say you're you're busy you're busy even when you're not don't mm-hmm. call him or her wait for the call don't appear to care too much and act mysterious so that's I, I was going to ask what is, what advice would you have given but that not not that to be honest we're big people out there man who's got time to be acting mysterious who are you <laughs> masquerade ball <laughs> we're not in our 20s no more where you know them games are kind of fun when you're in your early yeah. 20s sometimes mm. you know like oh I've just received a message but I'll text them at 9 like just to keep them like you know what I mean what a load of nonsense. we ain't got time for that no more man you know what I'm saying like, if you go and get what you want or or, or if you, there's something out that you want don't play no games man so what, what, what about you, Pete? Um, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> no, I was thinking of the first things that would come to mind if I was giving advice. Mm. Just be honest, man. Because <laughs> too many people are lying. As as Mace would say, you're too lying. You're too lying. You're too lying. <laughs> yeah, just... Be, yeah, just be honest and relax and enjoy yourself. Um, I can't even say if that's even good advice or not, but I mean, like, based on the themes of these, like, these people, yeah. in some cases, a lack of honesty, and not, not necessarily a lack of honesty, sometimes people's imaginations are running wild and you're just assuming. Try not to assume. Ask questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good note. Yeah, no, it's a good, because it, it goes on, because I, I generally... Think this is a good book and it's a yeah. good tool to use. Yeah. But at the end of this part, it gives you a coaching session for the anxious style on a date. And Sick. the points being is acknowledge and accept your true relationship needs, recognize and rule out avoidance earlier on, <laughs> a new way of dating, <laughs> be your authentic self and use effective communication, the abundance of philosophy, the That's abundance sick. philosophy, and give secure people a chance. Give them a chance. We're not boring, man. yeah the the final word is there is no there is no one for whom attachment theory has more to offer than when men and women with an anxious style so with that being said we can move on to avoidance keep and love at arm's length the avoidance attachment style (laughs) (laughs) alright tell us about avoidance French um, no, there's nothing to talk about. It's just it's really Ray Mysterio. Let's just uh, <laughs> let's just skip this bit, shall we? <laughs> now, the first, the first, the first bit that comes mm-hmm. up into this um, 
part of the chapter. Yeah. I don't know if you've got the page number okay. to decipher it, but it mentions the Lonesome Traveller. Page know. 109 for those with the book. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys remember the story, mm-hmm. but just to brief touchly, uh, t- touch on it briefly, it's, it's a best-selling book um, based in the world. Okay. And there's a guy called Chris McCandless, who's a superior athlete, who heads over to the Alaskan wilderness and basically he heads up there with no one and he goes by himself he hasn't got any communication with anyone Mm -hmm. and it transpires that the last few days of his life he writes in his journey his journal should I say Mm -hmm. happiness is only real when shared see that happiness is only real when shared I said but the thing is um I obviously me being avoidant, whatever, whatnot. I definitely found the story uh, relatable. It touched you. It was relatable. I wouldn't say it touched me. <laughs> <laughs> it was relatable in in parts, but I'm actually willing to accept help. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to be ignorant to know I can do this all by myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas Chris, the uh, the character, refused help to the very last moment so basically Chris went he basically went on some like he went by himself into like some mountains was it Alaskan was yeah it? the what? Alaskan Alaskan wilderness right Alaskan wilderness went by himself what was he doing hiking or some kind of mad trip yeah it's just something that's kind of uh, taking a trip into the wilderness by himself and people offered him help along the way and he refused and declined the help yeah. basically and yeah. then he ended up dying yeah and one of the reasons he died was because A he refused help but then upon realising he wasn't going to make it, he then kind of said, do you know what? Yeah, All my yeah. life I've been like this, but actually I wish I'd shared it with... Yeah, with someone. With someone or people or whatever. I could have told Chris that before he went to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I thought. See, I remember this now. Something I could have told Chris this. I could have helped him out with this. For a man who's done some backpacking, I could have helped him out. Don't go Alaska. <laughs> want to get frostbite. <laughs> All right, but saying that, saying that... Um, it, it kind of dwells into the the reasoning behind yeah, I know, I understand. the, yeah, the as attachment a deeper... style. So it is believed that each attachment style evolved in order to increase the survival chances of humans in particular mm. environment. The secure attachment has worked best because throughout history, our ancestors lived predominantly in close-knit groups working together and secured future, and off- secured future offspring. Those born into hostile conditions, only the fit survive mentality, and then studies show that if you have an avoidant attachment style, you tend to be less happy and satisfied in your relationships, apparently. It, it apparently went in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, Fred, go on. Um, they, it mentions a character named Susan, and I, I, I get I get it, because uh, it goes on to say, Susan sees need as a weakness and looks down on people who become dependent on their partner, mockingly referring to such situations as jail time. Jail time, you know. Yeah. So are Susan and others with avoidant attachment styles simply devoid of the need to meaningfully connect with a significant other? I was going to say that Susan looks like she needs a hug, man. And if so, doesn't that contradict the basic premise of the attachment theory that the need for physical and emotional proximity to a spouse or a lover is universal? I'm still hung up on the jail time. Too. <laughs> Hold on, man's doing a stretch here. Man's <laughs> doing a stretch in the whistle, I'd say. Hey, what bird you got? <laughs> I don't mean female. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, sorry. Pop, do you want to answer that question first? Or? Um, 
Nah, Susan looks. I don't know. It's just based on you just saying that, she seems yeah. too strung up, man, and too like. Too, she seems tight. Mm. I mean, I ain't got too much to say in regards to that. I mean, she clearly, obviously, there are. I know you've kind of like gone into um, the backstory a little bit as to why people are like that, as yeah. such. But I mean, yeah. I thought the backstory is really important. Yeah, yeah, I thought the pastor was really important. It was actually really valid. Yeah, definitely. What's your thoughts on the, your own question, French, or the question posed to the people and to the, and to the, to the group? Question. So, are Susan and others with avoidant attachment styles simply devoid of the need to meaningfully connect with a significant other? I don't think so. I mean, I would definitely like to be connected. I'm not going to go through this uh, journey of life by myself. I would like to be with someone, but at the same time, I'm I'm secure in being by myself. Can I counter that question? And ask you a question. Yeah, go on. As an avoidant, mm. do you is it is it more? Do you take more satisfaction out of doing things alone? And B, um, sorry, repeat your question for me because another question did pop up from that. I've got to find it again now. That's all right. Um, so just answer my first question first. Do you take satisfaction out of doing stuff alone and being alone? Yeah, definitely. So what type of stuff are we talking about? What what are you referring to? I mean, I like to travel. I don't. I've got no problem traveling alone. I'll go out and um, right. go and go. To, I could go to a cinema by myself, and do you know what I mean? Like those things like that. I'm happy to do that. I'll go and eat by myself, whatever. Right. We all we've all done some. I've been on holiday alone. Yeah. I, I went to cinema in yards. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. Man, them ringing off whatever. But anyway. <laughs> Pocket done the other thing, but I yeah. think I know within myself, French. Mm. I would love to have someone there, but but the thing is, not having someone is not going to stop me. Yeah. But if I had the choice, yeah, having someone there is definitely for me. Okay, all the time. Listen, that listen. Whoever read that story just now about my man that was in Alaska, Chris. Yeah, them four or five words, whatever he, he spat on that mic here, or wrote down in his paper, or whatever he done. Yeah, yeah, in his journal. Let me tell you something. There's, that's nothing more relevant. That rests very close to me. Yeah. I always say there's certain places I won't go at the moment because when I've got a significant other, that I'm reserving that for them. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because there's certain things I trust. Listen, I'm trying to think. Even all right, we're not in a no, we're not in a in a no in a no funny business. Me and P, yeah, but me and P went Colombia, yeah, mm. and for me, that's something that me and P will share forever because we both went through that experience yeah. together. So there's always something there, and there's certain holidays I've been on um, with people, females and males. Maybe females I've been dating, yeah. males I've just been yeah with the man friend man them, yeah. That, but that's the one thing that not holds you together. You've got something between you that no one yeah. else has got, and I, I proper like that. I okay. like when you when that, there's that something there. Yeah, and no, I, think I like that, that too. I, I'm not gonna be in denial. Be like, yeah. I don't like to go on like holidays with a man name, and I don't. I like to go on a holiday with my significant other, but I'm happy to be by myself. Like I'm not someone that needs to be around someone for me to to feel joyful. That like, I'm quite content being by myself hence me liking my independence in such mm-hmm. a way that there's something that I wouldn't change in my relationship you know what I mean so is there a balance as to <clears throat> like a 60-40 50-50 what do you mean um, as to what you prefer in terms of being by myself or, or being, being with someone yeah like in these experiences that's, because a, I haven't, that's I, a very good question I haven't even um, decided because I've gone from uh, maybe balance to Mason's just said something, said his piece, and I'm like, hmm. And now 
obviously you're you're speaking now as well because I'm actually a little bit unsure because I think it's definitely important to share experience share experiences but at the same time again as he said like those special bonds not even bonds but those special experiences moments, those, yeah, moments, yeah, those yeah, moments yeah, like no one else is really going to understand them barring yeah. you you yeah. two whereas obviously I've done some backpacking yeah. and although I've, I've shared my stories yeah. you will never really really you know because yeah, you yeah, weren't there yeah, exactly yeah. who says you weren't there Oh, Cameron, you wasn't there. That's it. <laughs> you <were>. Pause. <laughs> you, wasn't, you wasn't there. How do, I mean, uh, I'd say 50-50. 50-50, I was just thinking about it now. But again, if I get pushed into a corner to be forced to spend time and have to, I'm obligated to do something, then I'll choose being by myself. Wow. <laughs> no, 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 sorry, I didn't... <laughs> That was quite a statement. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was a, that was a whoa, whoa, whoa. Why? Why? You know no, what no, you no, said no. there? Why? I, I see, mind you, I think you had to use these words, but you use, use words like have to and obligated. Yeah. yeah. If I'm if I'm feeling backed into a corner, then I'll be like, fuck it, I'll break out. I'll just be like, ah, right, cool, let's just not do it. Or not even saying let's not do it, but I'll be by myself if that's the case. But that's not to say I don't want to be with someone and spend time with them. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it'll be 50-50. But how much time do you want to spend with him? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you, when you say how much time, like, are we putting a certain amount of hours on it, a duration? So, all right, we're going off track. We're going off tandem. Forget it. <laughs> all right, moving on, um, please, French. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there any other comments then or notes that you want to go around that subject matter? Um, There's a story about Joe in here. Do you remember that? It's on page 118 if you've got the book. Are we going backwards? We're going forwards. But it's something about um, his father constantly telling him not to rely on anyone. Okay, I think I've got it, England. Relationships, who needs them, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, jump into it, man. I mean, I mean, what it does, well, what Joe highlights, or what's highlighted with Joe, is that he has a strong belief in self-reliance, which I think you have, French. Yeah. Um... But the only problem is, it's the, the well. The problem is, it's the self part. So thinking you can do everything, or knowing you can probably do most things by yourself, but not willing. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to take on the world by yourself. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, 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 I get that. Um, and that was what I wanted to touch upon. Really, I just remember that briefly about the story. Yeah. Pops, you remember anything else from the avoidant part of this chapter? No, I don't know if I'm honest. What's the summarise? What's the summary of, of, avoidment, of uh, the avoidment attachment style? No, there's a lot more to go through. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, like, um, I, I, you're talking about self, self-reliance and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, studies show that belief in self-reliance is very close to live, closely linked with a low degree of comfort, low degree of comfort with intimacy and closeness. The problem is that along with your self-reliant attitude, you also train yourself not to care about how the person close to you is feeling. You figure that it's not your task and that they need to take care of their own emotional well-being. It's, that kind of relates to this Joe story, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And one of, one of the, again, probably is me being avoidant. One of the first things that sprung to mind was, like, how can you really affect someone else's self-esteem? Why can't you be self-sufficient in a relationship? But I know that kind of is a redundant question in saying being self-sufficient in a relationship, that that's a paradox in itself. 
But you know what's mad, yeah? Why would you want to... No, you really... Well, I just see a relationship as two people coming together and almost becoming one. So if my... Like, it's almost like... The whole self thing. That's what's bugging me about that. Yeah, but that's what I said. Now I can look back on that question we had with that it's kind of re- redundant because it's you too can't cl- be self-sufficient in a relationship the so. self thing's too close to ish self-ish you're just relating self and selfish to, to, because it's both got self but my first question is how can you really affect someone else's self-esteem like that was that was the first thought that came to me what, in, a, in a relationship how can you affect yeah i mean yeah i mean in the time, yeah. man. 100% both positive and negative. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely. I think, again, after reading mm-hmm. through it, it's given me a bit more insight. But initially, without reading the, the content, it's like my first initial thought maybe is a quote-unquote avoidant was how am I going to do it? Do you know what I mean? Because I'm very like... You're very much for, hard to say yeah. wrong. Focus on yourself. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in lesser words, yeah. Big, bro, you coming home every evening telling your woman you can't cook or look at you, you don't even... Yeah, but that's cook. that's going down the negative route and down, down playing someone. I'm not even... All right, not even that then. Just not, maybe not saying, not even saying anything. Yeah, I think, that, yeah, that would, be more, that would be more sufficient. Well, I'm thinking, why would you not want to say nothing? I mean, and play the, the whole... Um, again, that's almost very similar to protest, protest behavior, that like you're not going to say nothing. But no, no when I mean, say, I mean n- nothing positive to build up your okay, cool. self-esteem. You're so giving compliments, yeah. basically. Yeah, man. Right. Oh, I see. I understand what you're saying now. Okay. Another thing that, for me, um, I noted down was this lack of understanding in regards to that is this lack of understanding leads to partners of avoidance to complain about not receiving enough emotional support. And I've heard that a lot. It also leads to less connectedness, warmth and satisfaction in the relationship. And that's something I struggle with in terms of like how connected do you want to get? Like how much of me do you want me to tell oh, you? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I want this. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, do you not, you yeah, know, from an emotional... watershed, but yo, tone it down for the people. Yeah, what are you talking about, bro? You <laughs> totally lost me still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but no, my point was being like, how connected do you want to get in terms of like emotions? That's because a lot of I, it's the emotion, the lack of emotional support that an avoidant person would get told. Fine, and that can be for male or female. I get man them and people that they know I get deep with this shit, and I proper I want to know my partner inside out. Mm. I want to know what makes you tick what upsets you, what makes you happy. That's how I am, innit? Yeah. I like that. For me, the emotional connection is the deepest thing. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Mm. I, Pete, how do you feel? I 100% agree with that. And the reason why I say this is because I believe, I think with love, um, and again, obviously, we're still quite young. I think there are deeper levels of emotion that we still have not yet um, seen and been to as of yet as people. That, that's the reason why I really want to, I mean, I would love to get really, really close to someone and... Um, and I find it very, very difficult to understand why you would not want to be close to your partner, despite the fact what attachment style you would be. Because I was going to ask you a question like moments ago. Mm. Um, does one wanting to be by themselves make one relationship, as in your relationship, 
um, different or better or stronger or weaker than another. I don't know if that made any sense. What do you mean? Sorry. As in, okay, um, you're uh, an avoidant, yes? Mm. And at times, obviously, you, you like your own time, you like your own space. And mm. let's say you've decided you want to go on holiday on your own as such. Mm. What's, what's, in this, a what's in a kind of relationship? Yeah, so but your, yeah. your relationship in particular, all right, does, does French is, for, the, for the people like French is <laughs> laughing at my, my statement anyway go on does your does, that, does your relationship um, can I say your relationship is either stronger or weaker than another relationship I know it's very very difficult to quantify it because of your attachment style you kind of answered your own question it's kind of hard to answer that so, no, I'm sorry I, don't, I hope I haven't put you in a situation you, you've, I'm not saying you've copped out of the question because that may well be no, the answer not at all I think it depends on French's partner. And the maddest thing is, we we missed a little bit out here, or we might be coming to I don't it. like the way we just keep on just, just no, no, this, aiming this, this at me. No, we're like. not, man. Don't be like that, man. Take this to person. Come on, man. It's all love in the building, man. It's all love. What I'm saying is, do you know what's mad? And it says in the book... I'm used to it. An avoidant, an avoidant can't doesn't get with an avoidant or can't be with an avoidant. Mm. But if they were together and they both, without saying so, knew what it was... Maybe their relationship could be mad, could be could be strong. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they both like their own time. They both <laughs> they both like to do their own thing. But on the other hand, both they like might... sit opposite sides of sitting in the front room. <laughs> <But> on the <laughs> other hand, they might not speak for six months. <laughs> oh, how are you doing? <laughs> um, you're done. Yes, <laughs> you're done. Oh, sorry, we got. <laughs> yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Romeo. Great. Anyway, <laughs> you didn't answer your question, but never mind. <laughs> no, but how can I answer that? Because it's like, how do I know whose relationship is stronger than, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, how, how would I, as you said, how would I quantify it? It's very, um, a, a vague question. So it's hard to give a, a pinpoint answer. Going back to your initial question about the emotional point of, about the emotional, the emotional aspect of the relationship. Yeah. Yeah, even I feel like you lot might think I'm bananas, bonkers, whatever terminology you want to use. When you get deep, uh, deep, when you get emotionally deep with your partner, even the love making is something beyond. And French is once again looking at me <laughs> like, mad, mad. <laughs> but I'm not lying, bro. Like, trust me, man. When you're emotionally in tune with your partner, man, it's not, you're not just beating, like, you're proper, you know when they say you're making, you know in the movies, I know it's all Hollywood and that, but when you're making, trust me man, it's different. P, what's your perspective <laughs> on it? No, I've, I've kind of given my perspective in that I don't know why you'd want to, um, uh, I don't want to say I forgot the exact question and such, but I don't I don't understand why you would want um, any separation or why you would not want to share, that's what we're talking about. Share your, what is it we're specifically we're talking about? Your experiences. Your experiences, yeah, because I just think there's No, a... but I'm talking about, no, you're missing the point. Okay. The last question was in regards to how connected do you want to get? Mm-hmm. As connected as possible. As connected <laughs> as possible. Hey, yo, now your palm, man. Sorry. <laughs> as connected as possible. I mean, as I said before, I feel there's higher levels of, um, higher planes of emotions or attachment mm. with your partner that you can get to that you have not yet experienced yet as, as well, I'm 32, as a 32-year-old man. Cool. French, how do you feel about that? What? You seem to avoid that. The way you just... <laughs> cool. How connected do you want to get? Look, I <laughs> don't make me laugh. I can see tumbleweed going across the <laughs> Anyway. 
Yeah, no, connected, isn't it? Like, what do you mean? I'm, I want to get connected. I'll tell you how I feel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That I'm is... hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thirsty. <laughs> yeah, that's... How, how deep do you want to go? That's my point. Like, how deep do you want to go? Like, as deep as can be for me. Right, Take cool. me to the deep blue sea. Ocean. That's fine. Dude. I want to be lost. <laughs> Whoa. No, see, no, that's, that's, I want to be lost. Whoa, they're man there. Like. I want to be, lo- lo- be lost in love, mate. Yeah? You carry on, boy. No, not like crazy, but I mean... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, I, I, nah, see me? I couldn't, I couldn't be on that kind of lost in love thing. I want to be high, literally high. High as a kite. High as possible. Of love. Of love. All right, cool. I mean, you'll get there. Thank you. <laughs> what's, what's that film called where the, um, it gets hypnotised and the black boy goes to see the white parents and, like, and then when she goes... Now, which uh, no, 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 no. Get out. No, what is it? Not, you're talking about um, get, get out. Or get out. Yeah. No, get out. What's, what should she say? Now, 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 sleep. Now, sleep. Yeah, now, sink. Yeah, you want to be in a sink? You want to be in a sink? You want to be sinking? Yeah, you wait. Not that lost. Not that lost. Sink. But that's how you're talking. Not that lost. All right. So moving on slightly, so we don't take it too long. The coaching session for other avoidance besides myself. Eight things that you can start doing today to stop pushing love give away. Us, give us a few. Give us a couple of them. So learn to identify, identify, deactivating strategies. Don't act on your impulse. Um, de-emphasize self-reliance. And when... See... Hey, that, don't stop just there. Next one. No. Find a secure partner. <laughs> I was going to get to that. I was going to go back to... Learn to identi- identify deactivating strategies and don't act on the impulse. But what about your gut instinct? Like, do you not follow that as well? Yeah, but bro, all right. If you're all right, let me put this down. French, as your brethren, yeah, your gut instinct, you know what it's telling you. Mm. Yeah, if you're an avoidant. <laughs> no, no, real talk, bro. And if you, no, no, real talk. Yo, do you ever follow your heart? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always speaking logical. Do you ever? <laughs> What's the other one? Is it French? Is it iRobot? <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a funny heart? <laughs> With everything logic. Alright. People at home, yeah? So I'm a logical thinker. What Listen, I, I like to throw this out and out again. It's at full underscore E underscore booked. All the bants, all the rest of it. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on podcasts and iTunes, we're on Facebook. We're, any other socials? We're, we're out there, basically, yeah? I'm reading the book attached. This is episode three. You can find episodes one and two on oh, SoundCloud. You can find them on SoundCloud and all the rest. And iTunes and all that good <coughs> stuff. Right now, so French, right, so where we, where we were just giggling away at, French is basically on the part, he's on page kind of 127129 of the book, and he's talking about the eight things that an avoidant can do to stop pushing love away. I, I like the fact he didn't mention that part. I but did, I did. He didn't mention how clear and, clarif- and, cl- and with the clarity <laughs> I am. And one of them, or a few of them, or one of them is find a secure partner. And I'm, I'm with that. I'm totally with finding a secure partner. That's so what I'm saying. That should be number one. You said something about, um, or f- we bought, it was brought up about um, following, you said do you not follow your gut instinct, but your gut instinct, we know what that is. And it's, <laughs> it's not to, you know what I'm saying? It's not R- to. Repel. It's to repel. And re- my, like, as your boy, what I'm saying to you is, like, you just need to give it a chance, bro. Like, there's, there's someone out there. There's a, secu- there's a secure part. I know there is, but oh, we're just going to move on quickly. <laughs> so, number four, be aware of your tendency to mis- <laughs> <laughs> mis- <laughs> misinterpretate behaviours. So, negative views of your partner's behaviours and intentions to infuse bad vibes into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Number five, make a relationship gratitude list. 
Your objective should be to notice the positives in your partner's actions. <laughs> mm. Six. Nix. What is that one? Nix the Phantom X. What's that? What happens is you might fantasize about your ex partner. Yeah. And acknowledge. Um, you might fantasize about your ex partner, but realistically, they weren't or was never the right person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forget about the one, make the one. And I, I definitely believe that that's that's something um, I'm with. I'm not really trying to have this golden one person. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's a star. Oh, cheers. And adapt, adopt the distraction strategy. What's it? Give me an example. I, that's, that's what I was literally going to kind of go into. I didn't make a note on that bit, to be honest with you. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be using that one. Um, the, well, why not? <coughs> because I don't know what it is. It doesn't say what a distraction strategy is. No, it is. It, I have gone into it. It just haven't noted it down. Okay. I think it's... A distraction strategy is... Allows you to let your guard down. It's it's kind of... Um, sorry, Pete. It's, it's um, kind of... If you, like, you you or your partner booking a trip away mm, together, sure. like, whether it's a hike, whether it's, even if it's just a walk in the park, or whether it's something, say, say French, you're, you like football, you like going football matches, it's them booking a football match for you two to go to, but you're thinking more about the football match, and you're not thinking about the time we're spending together, it's, that's a distraction strategy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to watch the match, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to watch the match, but you're not realising your partner's going with you, and she's getting to spend more time with you. Does that make sense? <laughs> you trick yourself, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the last part of it, the section of the book, well, not the book, but this chapter, this is chapter. getting comfortably close to secure attachment style. Okay. Um, in the past relationships, was there any drama and from which side did it derive from? And that's going to you guys being You're secure. You're never giving us a little synopsis of Blood Clark. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to front. Mm. Because the notes that I had before aren't there. So, right. so I'll give you some. I've, I've kind of just jumped in with that question. Right, cool. I'll answer in a sec, but just to give you some background, secure the secure person, the secure attachment style. You're kind of reliable. You're secure. You're consistent. You make you're trustworthy. You may come across as boring to some. You are. No, I'm joking. You, but you're not. I'm just believe in yourself, which we do anyway, and know that there is someone out there for you who will appreciate you, whether they're secure, whether they're anxious, whether they're avoiding. <clears throat> Um, I think we've all been in a in relationship French or I'm generalising but mm. whereby you there is maybe arguments or disagreements and I've been younger I've been I've reacted to things I've acted silly I've acted immaturely but I've said this before the age I'm at now I'm not going into something with first world problems in my head like literally how big a deal can it be if we can't talk about it let's that grown let's talk about it let's sort it out if it's something, or if there are a number of items coming up which we can't get over, let's knock something on the heads. We don't have to go hell for leather at war. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For the sake of let's be in this thing where we're in this relationship and people can see that, just for the sake of having a label. I ain't got time for it. I'm now, I'm at a stage where I would rather be single alone than get into a situation which is not right for me. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, in, in answer to your question, I've yeah. been there. I've had arguments and yeah. I've acted silly, but I don't believe. Really, you're gonna have disagreements. <laughs> I don't believe in arguing. What? Why give headache? There's enough going on in this world to be 
with someone who it's causing headache and stress, you're not compatible, but you so desperately want that relationship, makes no sense in my head. What about you, <coughs> Mason's just taking the words out of my mouth kind of thing, you know you're what I'm too saying? too light. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cop-out, man. No, it's not a cop-out. I think we're good, like, I mean, I don't know, um, I know um, first word problems is a phrase that he uses quite often, so I'm not going to just coin that as such, but I mean, I think we're in a day and age, and I don't want to sound like a, a negative Nancy as such, where... You know what I mean? There's a lot going on in this world. I ain't got time to be arguing over X, Y, Z or some, some really petty stuff. I mean, again, I'm a very, very simple person. Like, whatever the issue is, just please explain it to me so I can A, sort this out and B, let's move on. Okay, so which side did it derive from? Like, in... If... The time that there was drama, whatever it may Oh, sorry, be. yeah. So going back to it, because that was your original question. Yeah. Sorry. I me, mean, I was a wussy back in the day, mate. So I would have just straight... I would have, like... I would have appeased the person I was seeing. No, yeah, matter, I and I no, ma- no matter what side. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Being very honest, I would have appeased, okay. I would appeased the person, and I would have said sorry, and then we would have moved on. Okay. Um, it goes on to mention about the secure buffering effect, like which that means that, that um, if you're someone, if you're with someone that's secure, they, their nature, they nurture you into a more secure stance. So if being in a relationship with somebody with a secure attachment style is the holy grail so to speak Mm -hmm. what causes them to break down would you say if being with someone who's secure yeah yeah is the holy grail what causes them because you do get people in secure relationships that do break down like what what do you think are fundamental things yeah but there's external factors apart from relationships which can cause them to break down Mm. Uh, that's my answer to that yeah you could have a death in the family you could have a like you could you could lose your home. There could be a number of things. I think there's too many external factors for me to answer that question and be fair with my answer. Okay. A, I actually agree with that. <laughs> All right, no, hold on. All right. But B, I think there's times as a secure person, I mean, where you're going through things and I'm thinking about something now. This is nothing to do with a relationship as such, but a relationship of a different sort where you're discussing things with people, where your imagination can run a little wild and you kind of have to check yourself and say, yo, well, why am I assuming for? Mm. Does that kind of make sense? And I'm, I'm not sure everybody has that, maybe that sense of maturity where they can actually check themselves halfway through their imagination, like going left, right and centre mm. as such and realise, you know what, I need to recenter and my thoughts as such and then look and look at things from a different lens. Okay. So as a secure, you believe that there are many potential partners open to intimacy mm-hmm. and closeness mm-hmm. who would be responsive to your needs. Mm-hmm. You know you, do, you deserve to be loved and valued at all times. You're programmed to express this. Is this true for you, Pete? Yeah, I'm happy to express my love. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you're, you're, you only rec- recognise the last six words of question. <laughs> all I had is love. <laughs> now go on, repeat the question. No, Jeez. Um, French, let me answer before you need yeah. Right, the first part of the question was about... Um, now, I've, now you've made me lose my trailer for it. was about us believing that there's more than one person out there for us, basically. And yeah, it's, I, a, it's a statement in the book that yeah. says, as the secure, you believe that there are many 100%. potential partners open to intimacy. And that's why, when we was earlier on in this chapter, and it said something about 25% of the market being avoidance, but a pool of secures being limited, yeah. it's because a secure person we're not we know that there's more than one person out there and we're quite happy once we've found someone who matches our needs and requirements 
That's it. We're off the market. We don't have to go searching and hunting and you know what I mean. You do a lot. You tour up the adventure. You must be mad. What um. So I truly believe with that statement. I think there's more than one. There's thousands of people out there. It's just you just find you just got to find one of them. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah. what I truly believe. He's killed me because you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, yeah. you know what a man's just straight up lazy. No, no man at uni that you say, right? What did you write for that question? No, 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 no. no. I wasn't one of these. No man at school. Dead man, dead man, dead man. How did you get to that answer? I wasn't one of the individuals. I wasn't one of the individuals. Uh, nah, I think there's loads of different people out there. You, right? I mean, there's no way you can tell yeah, me there's plagiarism in this state. Plagiarism. No plagiarism. There's many plagiarizing a human, you know. <laughs> is that even possible? <laughs> in his face. <laughs> nah, I, I don't even know what to say now because he's he's pretty much just taking the words out of my mouth. Um, well, don't plagiarize. You can. No, no, no. I think I think there's loads of different people out there who can. Um, um, I don't want to say take your fancy as such, but I mean who you can, who you can potentially settle down with. There's loads of different types of mates out there. Yeah. Um, you don't have, I mean, don't worry, that's it. It's all right, yeah. It's people quite, at home, people at home, up. yeah. For um, our anxious avoidance and even sorry, our secures and even our anxious and avoidance. Do you think there's? Are you? How do you think about love and relationships? Do you think there's the one? Do you think there's more than the one? And it's just who you come across that kind of suits your needs. Um, hit us up let us know are we wrapping it up yeah yeah I haven't got any more questions thanks for listening to um, Fully Booked Season 1 Episode 3 it's been a joy as usual (laughs) with my guys Um, yeah and keep tuned we'll be we've got more coming soon cool peace you want to say bye Pox bye (laughs) see you later cool